0: We have a special guest on the Riabu podcast today. Following the launch of Pledge to Pay.sg, one of the first proponents who came on board uh, very passionately was the Singapore International Chamber of Commerce. And the Chief Executive, Victor Mills, joins us along with uh, Simon Littlewood. Victor, good morning to you.
1: Morning, Mark.
0: How are you? Very well. And uh, we are absolutely over the moon that... the SICC has come on board with Pledge to Pay where we're looking for companies, large and small, to pledge to pay their suppliers within 30 days so that their suppliers also have a chance of surviving. We're not asking for companies to spend more, we're just asking them that if they are already procuring products and services, uh, they do so, that they pay for those products and services within 30 days. But what struck me, Victor, when we first approached you was that you actually said, 30 days is too long. So (laughs) tell us a little bit more about why it is that you're such a passionate believer in the pledge to
1: pay. Well, of course, the chamber itself, Mark, that is the secretariat. So the people that keep the chamber ticking over and deliver content to our members, we're an SME too. So my team is 22 people. And one of our biggest pains every single year is the annual renewal exercise for membership dues. So typically, invoices for the following year will go out in November each year. And then we wait to see when people will pay. So of course, we give them 30 days. Um, and inevitably, they don't. And in fact, a you would be surprised um, how many companies, large and small, right across the economy, don't pay for months on end. And of course, this is bad for our cash flow, but it's also incredibly inefficient because my team have got to spend up to four months every year running after people who will pay. It's just that either they've got a very complicated approval process or it's lost in the bottom of somebody's drawer whatever, but it's so it's so incredibly frustrating. And this is why I was very supportive of what you and Simon have been putting together and pledge to pay. So for me, it would be so much more productive if people paid on time. I think you and I know the wonderful John Bittleston from Terrific Mentors International. He is a great advocate of pay on site. And if there's a problem with the product service, invoice, you sort it out afterwards. And the reason he does that is because exactly this cash flow issue. But you've come in with a excellent, excellent scheme to get people to realize, look, cash flow is critical at any time. During a crisis, it's even more critical. And paying people promptly within 30 days just makes sense. As I think as we were discussing earlier, it's not just Big companies not paying smaller businesses or government agencies not paying their contractors or suppliers uh, within a reasonable period of time. It's everybody because everybody gets used to the fact that there's an elongated period to pay, but it's really inimical to the well being of every single business. And that's why I'm very passionate about this. Yes. You know, from a selfish perspective as an SME boss, but also. For the benefit of the economy as a whole.
0: And SICC is one of the oldest and largest chambers in Singapore. Just tell us a little bit more about the sorts of companies that uh, you have joined the
1: chamber. Well SICC has been helping businesses and Singapore since 1837 when we were founded and of course back then it was predominantly British and European trading houses. In the uh, period of the Singapore Republic, we started off representing only foreign multinationals, um, as they were invited in by the government to develop uh, and and help kickstart economic growth in Singapore. But in the last 30 plus years, our membership has gradually evolved to what it is today: 600 companies, half of them are Singaporean-owned businesses, half of them foreign-owned. of our members are large organizations, including most multinationals. And the other 50% are medium, small and startup businesses. So we've got representation across all sectors of the economy. And the platform is not only diverse, but very inclusive. So it doesn't matter whether you're an MD of a multinational or a one or two person startup, you have the same access to the platform, you have the same level of respect, and you're treated seriously, as you should be, as a business person. You know, um, biting his tongue. In fact, I can't believe
0: that I've gone for five minutes without (laughs) Simon Littlewood jumping in. But he's um, keen to jump in, aren't you, Simon?
2: Yes, look, great. Victor, it's great to have your support. Um, I am a serial SME entrepreneur like Mark. I've been in Singapore 30 years, and I was actually counting it up while I was listening to you. Uh, I've started six SMEs, if I, if I include Rehabu. Um and the thing about an SME, and the biggest I've had, I think, only had 22 employees, so um, I, it's, a, it's a nightmare, you know, uh, you spend a lot of time if you're running a small company. Worrying about being able to pay the bills, and then the bizarre thing about working capital, of course, is that the better you do, the more bills you have to pay. Uh, so 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 there's that there's that perverse relationship between between working capital and growth. You know, you think you're doing well, but you never seem to have any money. Um, we, we, we look at data. We at Riyabu look at data on how SMEs are doing, specifically in terms of how long it's taking them to get paid. Uh, the data for two thousand nineteen, um, which seems a long way long way away, given where we are now. Uh, already indicated that smes in singapore were being paid significantly later than they had been in 2018. you know you can calculate dso day sales outstanding based on publicly available data you can find that data on the riabu website um but that was before covid came along and we now know that that we now suspect that rates of delinquency i should say insolvency uh bankruptcy among smes uh, is likely to elevate very significantly it takes a couple of months for that to come through so um this pledge is important smes employ on average more people than anyone else in singapore it's something mark knows the number it's something like 60 percent of the workforce is uh, it? two-thirds yeah that's right two-thirds so whether or not they survive is existentially important for mm. singapore hence hence this pledge yeah, thanks
0: so I, I, I thought you were actually going to ask a question, Simon,
2: but evidently <laughs>
0: evidently you're leaving that. To well me. Victor,
2: Victor, Victor, was there any of that that you agreed with?
1: <laughs> now, this is this is where I say I agree with the last speaker, and then yeah. Yeah. I think I, I mean, I think, as I said to both of you when we when we first met up and to talk about this, is that you really have hit on something that is not only very timely, but it's relevant. Um, And it is something that anybody um, who is in business understands. And also, hopefully, everybody or more people than ever before, given the economic crisis we're all trying to manage our way through, more people than ever before will get on board and not just take the pledge to pay, but action that pledge. Because that's the critical thing. It's always easy in life to you know, sign up to all sorts of good things. And as we all know, the way to hell is paved with good intentions. But, I mean, I, I hope um, that more and more businesses will really start to pay on time. In fact, I've got a funny story that I would like to share if I may. One of our members who will remain anonymous, um, I, I got a bizarre email from the finance team who had read um, one of our posts about the importance of cash flow and linking it to what you're doing in Riabu and Pledge to Pay. And I got a sort of civil service style email with four questions. Uh, I can't remember all of them, but um, it clearly struck a chord because uh, the first question was, is this compulsory and have you got any templates that we can use? Uh, and then the fourth question was, well, this is not compulsory, but it's an expectation. <laughs> so we had great fun going back. And I think one of the other questions was, how can we tell if our supplier is an SME? And this this is a large company, by the way, very a very substantial business. So of course we went back and said, well, you should know, and if you don't, uh, your colleagues will know who is a multinational vendor supplier and who is a smaller businesses a smaller business and in any event it shouldn't matter whether it's a large or small business you should pay on time that's our expectation and we ended it there but it's it's good and i'm glad we're getting you know we got that kind of response because you can see the thinking process in someone's mind uh is is this compulsory what are the guidelines what are the templates uh, and then a realization before they finish the email, not compulsory, but it's an expectation. And, and it's such yes. an important action. So it's not just an expectation. It's an important action to pay on time, to keep the wheels of commerce going, and to give more businesses the chance of survival. That's, that's key. Cash flow, as we all know, is the lifeblood of any business. So it, it, it's, it's, these are interesting yes. times. Well, actually, Victor, I, I
0: wish you had said that it was compulsory. <laughs> we're, looking, we're looking for those many businesses that you represent to also join us. Uh, I suppose to some extent, being uh, the chief executive of the chamber though, um, you know, they probably also make representations to you about the fact that they themselves uh, are looking to get cash in the door and might themselves be struggling to pay their own bills. Ha- have your members told you anything along those lines? Uh,
1: not yet. But, I mean, we're fairly early into what will be a prolonged uh, economic downturn. So, I'm I'm expecting to get conversations like that in the not too distant future. I think everybody is now sort of recovering from shock and awe and trying to work out what do we do next? How do we survive? How do we manage costs? Um, How can we transform our business model? Um, How do we keep our talent? All of these questions every single business is is struggling with and juggling ideas, strategizing, looking for new tactics and so on. But at the heart, that becomes a sort of academic exercise if you haven't got cash flow. And this is why getting everybody or encouraging everybody to pay on time within a reasonable 30 days, I mean, it's very fair. I mean, that gives everybody enough time to do whatever checks they need to do and whatever approval process they have to manage to get that done. Uh, so, I really congratulate both of you for a great initiative. I wish I had thought of it.
2: <laughs> Can I? Uh, I wanted to, to actually ask Mark a question um, because it's time somebody did. Um, I, I think you know, for for big companies, um, it's often easier for big companies not to see cash flow for the existential issue that it is, because typically the larger the company, the more sources of funds it has access to, and there's lots of money floating about. But I think one of the things about large companies is that they have sustainability goals in many cases. Um, Can you say, Mark, a little bit about, um, remind me a little bit about how paying on time, particularly when you're supporting SMEs by doing it, might play into that sustainability objective?
0: Yes, Um, thank you for the question, Simon. It was a question without notice, I'll have you know, Victor. um, well, in essence, you know, it is a sustainability issue. Uh, the Singapore Exchange has mandated for some years, as indeed have the uh, uh, authorities in Malaysia, listed companies must file a sustainability report. But the exchanges are also very weary of photographs of chairmen planting trees and and other, you know. Virtue signaling, as Simon always likes to say, it's, it's um, called green
2: greenwashing. I think is the greenwashing.
0: Term. Yeah, you know where, you know, oh, we've instituted a recycling program. You know, things like that, um, which I guess would be the easiest uh, way for companies to demonstrate their sustainability. What better way than to actually help your supply chain sustain itself, just by paying your invoices in thirty days, um, and so. It is a sustainability issue. One thing that you don't yet know, Victor, is that we've actually got a white paper in the process of it. We engaged a sustainability consultant to Mm. help push those buttons, as it were, because Mm. if the exchanges already require it, it's so easy for companies to say, okay, we'll, we'll pledge to pay and we'll put that in our sustainability report. We can report how many SMEs are in our supply chain. We can report perhaps even how much money in accounts payable went out to to those smes so that's that's my hope i realize again that it's very easy for me to sit here and and pontificate about these things not so easy for companies to actually put it into practice um, but back to your earlier point uh, victor about is it compulsory mandatory or highly recommended you know the the pledge document that we send um the because it has to have some teeth, right? So we do send an agreement for people to to actually read. But you'll notice that none of it is about threatening the viability of the organisation itself. It, it is a pledge and not a contract. Mm-hmm. And so, while obviously we want people to, as you said earlier, actually turn that pledge into action. Yes.
1: Um,
0: you know the the cops aren't going to come after you if for whatever reason there's been a problem with a product or service and you don't pay within 30 days. I think that's an important point to remember. I'll let you know when that white paper's published, Victor.
1: Yeah, I'd be very interested to to read that and to share that with our our members because it sort of will hopefully uh, will reinforce the message of how important that is for sustainability of a business. And I like the point you've made about um, larger Larger businesses with better cash flow, uh, taking that pledge and actioning it to support the community in which they live and work, and to support the SMEs that are part of their supply chain. I think it's a it's a great message, and so much more impactful than you know uh, an annual photo of the CEO or chairman of a business uh, with a, with a with a bunch of beneficiaries. Uh, cooking up noodles or planting trees or whatever else it may be so yes that's that that would be tremendous and again useful
0: we are drawing towards the end of our conversation it's it's very nice it feels great to have you on board victor um but but there's no podcast without some conflict uh, (laughs) because otherwise we're just sitting around agreeing with each other so
2: simon Come on in <laughs> but no, I, I, I think it's it's we, we it needs to happen. That's the thing. Uh yes. you know, if I had one, you know, I'm considered an old fogy, and you know, when I go on the radio, everyone kind of kind of laughs into their hands because I come from a world where you judge people on what they do, not on what they say. But too too much these days, we live in a world where you judge people on what they say. You just tweet something and you immediately become pious. Well, this is about whether or not companies survive, whether or not people get paychecks, whether or not families get fed, whether or not mortgages get paid. So um, I very much hope, Victor, and, and it's fantastic to have your support. I very much hope that, um, that companies are able to put into practice what they agree to and that they come to the pledge, they accept it, and they pay SMEs on time and keep the economy going. That's my wish, yeah?
1: Yeah, well, mine, mine too, uh, for everybody's sake. Um, and um, I'm certainly hopeful that uh, more of my members will pay their membership dues promptly, without me having to spend four months running after them.
2: So I, that, would, um,
1: that would be a great outcome. Simon is about to give you a free
0: consultancy on how to. Make no, sure. I, 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 like I thought I think you, if
2: you, if you notice how good Victor is at this, Mark. Because of course we're members, uh, and we've now been reminded <laughs> twice. Uh, right. On this podcast, so that we, we dare not be late with our payment come December. Uh, so, uh, so that's that's actually pretty good. Actually, I might use you as a case study, Victor, when it comes to. Um, oh, feel money. feel
1: free, feel free, and of course, I realise I'm preaching to the converted. So, so that's uh, that, that's fine. <laughs> All
0: right, Victor, it's great to have you with us. Thank you again for joining us today. And uh, yes, tally ho! Let's get uh, let's get everybody taking the pledge to pay.
1: Thank you, Mark, and thanks, Simon, it's been great fun. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you, Victor, for coming. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you, Victor Mills, the Chief Executive
0: of the Singapore International Chamber of Commerce and Simon Littlewood, of course, joining in the conversation as well. Now we'd like you to take the pledge to pay. Go to pledge to pay, that is the word pledge, the number two, and then the word pay.sg. Currently, we are focusing on Singapore. If you would like to launch the pledge to pay in your country, Drop us an email. The address is service at riabu.com.